Checkmate. Checkmate. Check. This is the Chestnut Checkers podcast. Checkmate. Learn a new mindset to create wealth. We need to be more independent thinkers, man. Passive income. Mathematics is precise. A successful business. Chess moves. And money management strategies. This is Chestnut Checkers. So we got some things we're going to talk about tonight. The monetary system in Lebanon is crashing right now with hyperinflation. Hyperinflation is like what we're experiencing now in the United States, but way worse. Like, you know, the money is almost worthless, right? And you know what's happening in Lebanon right now? Is that they're using Bitcoin to buy and sell things right now. And I want you guys to look into it right now in Lebanon. They are using Bitcoin and using crypto to make it through their regular life. Now, this right here is telling you what's coming right now in the whole world. It's telling you, it's right in front of you that the monetary system of the entire world will be affected deeply by crypto. People are using crypto when fiat currencies fail. And this is a great, great sign for what's going to happen with crypto into the future. A lot of you guys on the sideline, not believing in it, whatever, you're going to be shocked in a few years when crypto does explode. Right. And you're going to be like a lot of people have confidence in the U.S. dollar. And, you know, the U.S. dollar is not backed by nothing. It's called fiat currency for a reason. It's backed by nothing. It's absolutely worthless. As long as the government is standing, it's worth it has value. But as soon as that's over, the value of fiat currency can hyperinflate like nothing. That will never happen to gold. That will never happen to crypto. That will never happen to anything else. But because it has an underlying value. The U.S. dollar has no value. Some of it shocks me how People have so much faith in the U.S. dollar. I really don't get it, right? And I'm not saying I got all my assets in the U.S. dollar too. And I believe, you know, I believe it. I'm not saying I don't believe in it. I'm saying that you need to understand that the dollar is no more secure than anything else. That's all I'm saying. That's it. Is that people have so much faith in the U.S. dollar. You say stuff, people say, oh, that's crazy. That'll never happen. And you're like, yeah, it could happen. If you go back three, four years ago, people said COVID would never happen. If you go back 20 years ago, they would say 9-11 would never happen. So you got to be careful for that never happen because things happen as you never would have thought would have happened all the time, right? That's why we always talk about risk management because you never know what can happen. You have to have safeguards and protection against every possible scenario that's plausible, right? Because anything could happen. That's why I tell you guys about the, appreciate that badge, John. I tell you guys about this food shortage that can come. People say, oh, I mean, you're crazy. There's not going to be a food shortage. They said that about COVID. There's not ever going to be a toilet paper shortage. What are you talking about? Are you, you guys remember when I was on uh, two, three, uh, beginning of COVID, if some of you guys may remember, some of you may not. Some of you may have been, if I only had like 30, 40,000 followers back then, but I talked about the toilet paper shortage. People said I was crazy back then. Come on, man. There's never going to be a toilet paper shortage. You don't know what you're talking about. Right? And there ended up being a huge toilet paper shortage. Right? And that's what, that's the things that happened. Right? So now I want to talk about a few things tonight. I want to talk about what wealth really is. And I want to talk about a story that happened to me. And a lot of you guys walked me. Some of my older followers, you was with me through the whole path. So you know what happened. And I'm going to talk a little bit about crypto. We're going to talk about a little bit of current, a couple of stocks that I think are undervalued. And I think are going to do great things in the, in the first quarter of 2023. So 
I want to talk about a few things right now, right? The first thing I want to talk about is that the Social Proof Podcast, right? I put a, a message under their podcast. They said that most people, if they receive, you know, two, three, four million dollars, they would immediately quit their job. And I said, well, I didn't do that. If you guys know my story, I sold a company in 2017 for two and a quarter million dollars plus stock. And I didn't quit my job for almost two or two years after that. Now, why wouldn't I do that? Why wouldn't I just tell the boss, get in his face and go crazy and walk out? Well, I was making a lot of money. I was a software engineer for one. But two is that I remember when one of my mentors told me years ago, and I'm gonna tell you something that really stuck with me. And this is how a lot of old money lives. This is, this is the mentality that old money has. And this is why a lot of us they don't ever get that old money mentality. That's why a lot of us don't ever get that generational wealth. Because one man, he was from old money, older white dude. He was, a, he was a CEO of a hospital. He told me, Armando, money is only worth the return you can draw on it. So you make decisions based on the return on the, the principle without ever touching the principle. And it stuck with me. So how much is $5 million worth? Well, average stock market return, 8%, 9%. Let's say we give it a 7% return. You got $10 million now, it's $700,000 a year. You make decisions based on that. If it's a million, that's only $70,000 a year. You make decisions based on the return on the principle. Not the money itself, because you can never touch that. That's your generational wealth that's going forward. You make decisions on the return of the money, what you get back from it. So if I'm making 175 as a software engineer, my decision is made no different. I got 3 million, 7%, that's 200,000. If I had another $200,000, would I quit my job? Well, probably not. I may, or I may wait a while, or I got to build up the investments until I can quit. So I make the decision based on the return on the principal, not the money itself, because that don't really matter. All your decisions in life are based on the return of the principal that you have in the bank. And that's how you make smart decisions going forward. He told me that it stuck with me and that's what I did. But that's how you live your life. That's what it is. That's how rich people live. They live on dividends. They live on return on, they never touch the principle. They pass that principle on to their next generation. And the next generation does the same thing, lives off the principle, lives off the principle, only off the return. They pass that money down to the next generation. Nobody for four generations have touched the principles. They've just moved it from one to the other. That's why they keep their wealth. That's why they never go broke. Dividends, real estate, Anything else, businesses, all these things that draw a return on your money, they never touch the principal. You got $100,000, you don't make decisions on $100,000, you make decisions on 7% of $100,000, which is $7,000 a year. Now, what would you do in that situation? Well, you know, I wouldn't change my life. Then you don't change your life. You got $500,000 lawsuit or whatever you got. Well, that's 8% a year, 7% a year. That's $35,000 a year. That's my, that's my decision-making money. So now what would I do if somebody handed me $35,000 $35, more a year? Well, I wouldn't quit because it's only twice the money I make or whatever. Then you don't quit your job. And that's how the rich 
and the wealthy and the people who you look up to and see those families that have money for years, that's how they live. And that's why they keep their money. They built that principal up. They live off the returns. They never touch the principles. It's locked in real estate, investments, stocks, bonds, and anything, gold and all this other stuff like that. It's locked away. They don't touch it. Now, a lot of these people you see net worth is $100 million. They don't have all that money in the bank. That money is locked away in investments. They're living on the principal. That's why a lot of times Mark Cuban is worth $4 billion. He, char- he, he, he talks at all these events and he, he charges for his services. Why would Mark Cuban, $4 billion, be traveling around the country speaking? Because he's living off the principal. I mean, he's living off the return. He ain't living off the principal. He may have $100 billion in the bank, but he's living off the returns on that $100 billion. He's not living off the principal. That's what everybody always gets mixed up. Well, he got a... 10 million in the bank. He's living his life. Nah, man, he only living off $700,000 a year. That's why he doesn't seem like his life is living up to the 10 million because he's smart. He's keeping that money to pass to his children. They're going to live off the returns. Then his children, children are going to live off the returns. Right? And that, like I said, is I want to share that with you guys because that stuck with me. And that's the way that I've made my decisions since he told me that 10 years ago. Right? So that's like, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes, it's nice to have a mentor and or somebody can tell you stuff. And people think that the purpose, I want to get into some stocks and crypto after this, but people think the purpose, the purpose of a mentor is somebody that just guides you every day with every possible decision. I mean, you can have a mentor for years. He may only tell you three things that you actually keep with you, but those three things are so powerful that they change your life completely. That's why I said it's so important to be around the right people. That's why it's so important to take in so much information. I said that about the returns on the money and somebody out there, several people out there, it's going to stick with them the rest of their life. So all this stuff they've heard Talga Tycoon or Mondo talk about over the last three years, you may not even remember it, but that stuck with you. So that one thing was worth the 50,000 hours you listened to all before. You may listen to me rant on about something, whatever, but that one thing changed your life. Something else he told me too, but I'll save that for another day. It's like three or four things he told me that kind of changed my life. Like all the other stuff we talked about, I don't even remember. But I remember those few things. So I want to talk about what a lot of analysts think that's going to come up in the early 2023. Now, there's something in stocks called the January effect. And what that is, is that in the last quarter of the year, November, December, people start, especially in a down market, people start selling their stocks to lock in the losses. Because if you lock in a loss, you ain't got to pay as many taxes. So I think that a lot of people this year are going to do that. <clears throat> so if they people sell stocks, it draws the market down as a little drop in the market. But what happens in January when something like that happens is that people start buying their stock back. So it's what's called the January effect in, in the stock market. And that usually causes a rally in the stock market. Now, along with that, along with other stuff, along with a few other things that's happening in the market, it may be a convergence effect that causes a rally out of this bear market. Now, people are saying, this is what people say to me when I say this, because I said it before at a panel you know, later on this week. So, But the, the recession is just starting, Armando. How is the stock market going to come out, go, start rallying, and we just basically start the recession. And it's a good question. It's because the stock market 
It's forward thinking, right? So the stock market don't react on what's happening today. They're like a year out already. So they're gonna, the market has gonna start reacting as if we're coming out of the stock market because when people trade stocks, the rich, the elite, and the wealthy, they're not in today. Like we talked about that ability to see what's coming. They're six months a year from now. They're trading based on the environment that's gonna come in six months to a year. Not on what's happening today in the stock market, in crypto, in real estate. They don't invest in what's happening right now. They invest on what's coming. Six months, a year from now, and the market will reflect that because the big movers, the big banks, and the big money is investing as if we're already out of the recession. So a lot of analysts, and I encourage you to do your research, a lot of analysts say that the January effect, along with this forward-thinking or forward-acting stock market, will cause us to come out of this, this bear market early 2023. So, and I believe it too. I think that it's going to happen. And I think there's a lot of opportunities when that does happen, right? There's a lot of these tech stocks that are artificially low. Stocks like Walmart, I believe, are artificially low. They're too low. They should be higher because they've been unfairly pulled down in this negative stock market. There was a little rally this week in the stock market, right? But like I said, there's another stock out there that I really strongly believe could be one of the best stocks to take advantage of this rally in 2023. There's a stock out there that I think is artificially too low. I think that it was unfairly caught up in the negative market sentiment. I think that it's a great, great opportunity for this stock to double over the next year. It's a company that we all know we all keep in our house. And I actually put up a quote about two weeks ago. And I, I told you guys, you should probably be getting into it. All right. But it's a stock out there, like I said, is that it's a tech stock. It dropped a lot, like 60-something percent over the last year because of fears about the economy. It has a, I think it had a couple of quarters of, of, of bad earnings. But this, this quarter was, a good, was good. It had a, a very, very earnings call this previous time. If the stock market is rigged, all of it's rigged, not all of it, a lot of it's rigged. A lot of it is, is made to, to help the, to get the rich man richer. A lot of it, information is kept away from you. But if you know these things, you can benefit from it too. You can benefit from it too. Like understand that things are rigged. You ever played basketball professionally? I mean, I guess nobody has. But when you play, I play professionally. Now, I didn't play in the NBA, but I played overseas. When you play basketball and you're actually on the court, and it's some people here, I got a lot of ex and pro basketball players that follow me. When you play on the pro level, there's a whole bunch of cheating going on. Grabbing jerseys, pushing off, you know, holding your shorts down. It's all this stuff, you know, that goes on. Getting with the ref, you know, getting the ref on your side by buttering him up, flopping. All of that is cheating in a way. It's rigged. Why does LeBron James get on a call when he flops? Why can I go play basketball? Oh, I flop and I'll get the foul. It's because the people who cry about it, are the ones who lose, the people who look at the game, understand what's happening, and play along with it are the ones who win. Now, if I sit on, oh, he's flopping, man, oh, my, and cry about the game, I will never win. If I look at the game as a smart man, as an intelligent person, and I say, what's going on? How are these people benefiting from this, what they're doing? I'm going to either do it too, or I'm going to play it also. 
Whenever there's a game going on, you have to either play it or you step out of it. Complaining gets you nowhere. And not only the 1% win, because how are we winning? In the stock market, to be honest, that's actually a game that's easier to win. Because the market always is an average gain of 8 to 9% a year. So I could just go put my money in random stocks every year, and I would get a roughly a 9% return every year. Now, how is that losing? Actually, it's guaranteed money if you do it right. It's actually the opposite of lose. You actually, the house, like, like you go play in the casino, that the house got an edge. In stocks, you have an 8% edge. Regardless, you got you can just go in there and just throw, throw darts at a board with the stocks on there, and you would come out on average 9% better every year. That's, that's the, the odds are in your favor in the stock market. So I want to talk, like I said, is that stock that we're talking about, I kind of got off the subject there. The stock that we're talking about is Netflix. I believe that Netflix is severely undervalued. I think that they got, they're, they're, if they continue to improve their revenue growth and their earnings, that stock will be back to the, you know, it was at $700 in the middle at the end of the pandemic. I believe that it can go back to three, $400 in the next six months. They continue their positive, uh, their positivity and continue growing forward. They signed an agreement with Walmart to get Netflix into the stores in, in certain capacities. I think that it is very undervalued right now. I think that it's going to go up in the next six months. Right, the last thing I want to talk about tonight is Bitcoin and crypto, right? So Bitcoin had a little bit of a jump this week, right? But it didn't really follow the market, right? It, it, it was a little bit of a return and got up to 21,000, but it didn't really make the same gains as the market did over the last week. But Bitcoin, Ethereum, is still holding strong and steady. And I believe that, and like like I've been reading some analysts talking about Bitcoin over the last week. And a lot of people, I think, a lot of people, including myself, still believe, still think we have a good chance of Bitcoin going to 100,000, you know, sometime at the end, sometime in 2024. I still think that can happen. I still think I have a strong, I think it's going to go past 100,000 this next halving. The next halving is in May, March, I think, of 2024. And like I said, is that, and I and remember what we talked about earlier, we said that the stock market was forward thinking, you know? So the thing about it is that the stock market is forward thinking, but crypto is not forward thinking yet because those same type of people are not in crypto yet. But I believe one day, Crypto is going to be forward thinking, which means that when before that having comes up, we're going to see a rally six months, eight months, maybe 10 months before that. And if that's true, we're going to see it around, you know, end of 2023, middle of 2023, which could happen. Right. So, like I said, is I think crypto is still a strong buy. I'm not selling none of it. I, I'm actually buying some XRP specifically. XRP is very close, I believe, to a lawsuit resolution. And if that happens, I'm telling you. It's going to be a four or five things going to happen after that. When XRP is cleared of all charges, every exchange will rush to get it back on the exchange. And with all that increased demand, all that new availability is going to push XRP to eight, nine, ten dollars. And then everybody's going to be shocked. And oh my God, what happened? We've been talking about this for a year. And I'm telling you, that's exactly what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. So there's two places you can buy XRP, Uphold and PancakeSwap, which is a decentralized exchange. 
You can also buy it over the counter, but I wouldn't suggest that. Thank you for joining today's podcast. I really appreciate your support. If you want more wealth building information, education and tips in stock market, crypto and other assets such as real estate, follow me on Instagram and also on YouTube. This is the same name, Tall Guy Tycoon. That's T-A-L-L-G-U-Y-T-Y-C-O-O-N. The link is also in the description. Also, you can support this podcast by donations. That link is also in the description. I hope each and every one of you has a great week. And again, thanks for listening.